194. I was going good. I had a long streak going <laughs> where I actually knew what episode it was, but it, it ends today. Uh, episode 194, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, we, we about to go in. What's going on, Josh? I'm chilling, man. Um, you know, I've been working on some stuff, and then this past weekend, I kind of just like took some time to like chill because mm. I got some shit coming up, and... Uh, I uh, I've been peeping a lot of people talk about this joint Squid Game, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna check this joint uh, out. Seems nice. So like, yeah, I'm like enjoyable TV show. Yeah, I mean it's on Netflix. So like at first, like when I heard that name, I'm like, oh no, this sounds like this could be like was it hentai porn where like hentai? They, the, the ten, hentai shit. The yeah, porn. I thought like I was like Squid Game. That sounds, but I'm like it's on Netflix, so it's you know it's probably it's definitely not yeah. that. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm gonna check this out. So I like took an edible earlier um, that that day, uh, well, or the, or the earlier that evening, and like I'm watching that shit, and you know it's spo- full on spoilers. So Sweet. if you don't, I'm not gonna yeah. spoil the shit out of this shit. If you fit to spoil the show, but like this isn't really a spoiler. The beginning of this isn't really a spoiler. Like my man being in like serious debt and like living with his mom, type, dog, like. It started hitting that triggering oh, shit, that and I was one? just like, "Was that or was that the yeah. thing?" Yeah, oh. it was that. And then like when the dude goes like, "Yo, I'm gonna cut your fucking, li- I'm gonna cut your kidney out next time and take your eye and all that yeah. shit," and I was just like, "Like, nope." And like, I'm not in debt to any loan sharks. I just like, oh, regular debt to like, yeah, whoever. Like, you know what I mean? Like fucking Macy's or whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, you don't own like a, a leg breaker. You don't owe a, a leg breaker. <laughs> nah, I don't owe any. Yeah, I don't owe anybody like that. No bread. But like, just the idea of, and then like, obviously, okay. So what happens is, like, yeah, uh, dude essentially gets invited to go like participate in these games to earn more money. Yeah. And to like, if physical harm can earn you money or whatever, is essentially how it's set up. And he does it because he owes like all this money. Mad and shit. breads, baby mom, don't fuck with yeah. him. She she said, yeah, they go like they gonna move. So it's based in South Korea. Um, the show is based in South yeah. Korea, and um, uh, he takes you know he takes them up on the offer. He goes and they play like red light, green light, and. Everybody's like, this is silly. Like, we're playing red light, green yeah. light. Like, like 400 like, people or 356 people. Yeah. 456 450, people. Oh, four, 456. Almost 500 people. Yeah. yeah. So they all go, they start to do it. And then, like, the first person, like, kind of, like, tries to run while the, the thing's saying green light. And it shoots them. It's shot. Yeah. And, like, everybody's like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And everybody's freaking out because they don't tell them beforehand. Like, they they gas them and they arrive at this place. No, they don't really see how or, yeah. you know, whatever. A remote island and, they wake, and shit. Yeah, they wake up in, like, matching sweatsuits with, with, their, <laughs> with their own number on them. I want one of them jokes <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, listen, I'm sure it – I wonder – I wonder if you're going to be able to get one because it's so close to Halloween right, right now. Right. 
Um, I gotta roll them joints out. If, if you if this would have came out like two months earlier, I guarantee you it would be like the hot Halloween costume. Right. Um, so essentially, like they all they all compete in this game, but they're all like everybody's just like fuck that, mm-hmm. like you know what is happening, and like the dude, the main character dude. He gets his his like he sees a, a friend of his who like really smart is there and all that kind He's of shit. He's kind of like the golden boy and, of their neighborhood. Yeah, and like he read the contract. He actually read what they all signed, and he says like you know well, well title three or whatever in this thing said if a majority of the players decide to cancel the game, the game can get canceled. Yeah. This this is after they shot like two hundred people. Yeah, they shot like half yeah, the people in the there. field playing um, red light green light. Yeah, so they all decide, like, you know what? Fuck that. We don't want it. And it's so what they're offering is, um, what is it? Is a hundred million for everybody that dies? Yeah, a hundred million for everybody that mm-hmm. dies. So like the prize money is for every person that dies, it's a hundred million dollars. So he goes and he gets, you know, so like you, and then they put like the money. In this giant piggy bank above where everybody is like living in this dorm mm-hmm. room, essentially, and it's I guess it's supposed to be like look at all that money that you can have. What was really depressing too was when you Google the conversion of the money, <laughs> right? Because they're like, oh, it's you know such, such billion you owe or can win. yeah they're like you know it's two hundred billion or it's like twenty billion yuan, which is their version of currency or whatever. And it was like, it's uh, 200 billion won. And like, I was like, I wonder what that is in American money. Cause like, he won like, he had like 10,000 earlier that he borrowed off somebody. And like, he was just playing like video games with like the crane game mm-hmm. with it. And it was like a thousand every time he played it. So I'm like, I'm trying to get a basis of like where this money is at and shit, right? So like, I Googled it and it's like, essentially, so like, a billion won would be a million dollars. And I was like, well, that's not terrible. But then I thought about it, and it's just like, so even at that point, it was like 20-some million. And I'm just like, is it worth dying for 20-some million dollars? (laughs) And these these fucking games, like they had red light, green light. Mm -hmm. Um. The next to last game was fucking insane. They took a bunch of them up on this. uh, Essentially like a bridge. Yeah, they put a bunch of them up on this high ass bridge and they had uh, two, you know, uh, uh, panes of glass. Yeah, two glass panes. One was regular glass. uh, One was tempered glass. The tempered glass could hold the weight of two people. And the regular glass, if you step on it, it'll fucking break. So they had to mm-hmm. jump across, like, whoop, whoop, left, right, left, right, across this entire long-ass, high-ass bridge, and niggas was just falling through because the glass looks the same. So you don't yes. know which one to jump on. So they're, like, guessing, and niggas, mad niggas is dying, did towards the end. People are pushing each other off and shit. It's, it was insane. Yes. They had a, a tug-of-war game where you could fall like the team that loses falls off of this like giant fucking thing. And the whole thing, you know, I jokingly be like, yo, blame white people for everything. <laughs> the whole thing was being done. There was like a group of like rich white men in another yeah. room just watching this shit. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it was so all it's for essentially their it's essentially a critique of capitalism because, like, at one point they find out somebody's cheating. They like they oh, uh, there was a doctor in there, and he was like, when people would die, they would get a group of people would get him to come up and carve up the bodies and take out like the liver, the eyeball, stuff that they could sell in the black market. Mm-hmm. And when they find out like he was cheating, like they go like, Oh, listen, we apologize. The whole point of this game is that everybody in here is on equal ground and you just have to do these things to win and you can win all this money. And the re the, the idea was it's essentially like a virtuous thing because everybody's in here under like, fair circumstances but in reality what it really is is just entertainment for like the super wealthy right right and it's a big part of because the first after the first round where you were saying like um they voted and the majority voted for them to leave so they were like all right the game the game is done everybody left and the pressure of the money shit made mad niggas want to come back into the game yeah, because they told him, they was like, hey, listen, if you want to leave, fine. We will approach you to ask if you want to come back. But again, it's up to you. If you want to come back, you know what the game are. You know what the game is now. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want to come back, you can. And, like, the main character's dude's mom's, like, in a hospital. Because, like, as he's been away for a couple of days, his mom fell ill. And she has, like, diabetes. Mm-hmm. So, she's like, they're like, yo, she's going to lose her foot. And, like, all this shit. And it's like, I think two grand like American money, like two thousand dollars for like what it was cost. Yeah. But, you know, I've that's like two million won there and like <clears throat> it's really um so like South Korea is where uh Bong Joon Ho came uh with uh that's where Parasite came from. I don't know if that was last year or two years mm-hmm. ago because of the pandemic again, like my time is all fucked up. I think Parasite was two years ago. But yeah. I think so, yeah. Because I think it won Best Oscar. It won Best Picture two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, South Korea does great critiques of capitalism. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. In a country that's been like ravaged because of it. Like, I, I was listening to a podcast that was, and they were talking about Parasite. And what they were saying was that what happened in that movie with like that guy like opened a restaurant and then tried to open another restaurant, that became a big thing there. Mm-hmm. Like, they it, it became like very easy to get business loans or something like that. Yeah. So everyone was getting like business loans to like live the capitalistic dream of like owning your own yeah. business and oh, all that you kind can of make shit. It too, yeah. And yeah, like I think it was like fried chicken became like really huge over there, uh, like ten years ago mm-hmm. or some shit like that. It became like the biggest rage in South Korea. And like every fucking corner it was like Starbucks where there's like, you know, two fucking <laughs> fried chicken places on every corner. Yeah. And, like, more than half of them all went under within, like, the first year. And, like, it just killed the economy. Um, And so, like, all that stuff, like, that happened in Parasite where it's, like, a basement apartment. This is a very similar thing where these people live in this very small apartment. Um, You know, he's in debt to the bank, but he's also in debt to, like, money lenders Mm -hmm. and all that kind of shit. Yeah. and like it's really good because then there's like a there's a um, a young woman that's like trying to get her mother out of uh, North Korea. She has a little brother who's living in like a um, uh, like an orphanage or some shit. Yeah, essentially like an orphanage, yeah. I guess. Um, and like she's trying to get her mother out of North Korea, and like she got 
she gave a bunch of money to somebody who was like a handler for that, and they and he said like the money got stolen and <laughs> shit like so like one of those things where it's like you know kind of shady, but like it's really good, and you see why like you see why all these people come back right to come play the game because right. um, they get out because and like you're like oh well you know you 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 watching it you know like oh they have to come back for some reason yeah but the show i agree it does a a good job of explaining or really showing you why you know what i mean they have to come back like that that pressure you know as you said of of capitalism yeah i mean you know the one the dude that's like the golden boy um that's like the friend of the main character like he's like three billion in Mm -hmm. debt to like money lenders to like and he was doing some shady shit because you see at one point like the police come to his mom's crib looking for yeah. him he like embezzled, um, embezzled some shit yeah he embezzled money i guess i i guess very like similar to maybe like a ponzi scheme here like that we know mm-hmm. of some shit like that um very very similar I, i'm i'm thinking um but it's really good there's certain stuff that like doesn't I don't think really pay off as much for like us here watching it, mm. like because there's like there's certain reveals of characters and you're like, okay, like if I knew this actor, maybe this would be like a big reveal for yeah, me yeah. because like, but I don't know who this actor is, so there's not like, um, there's a uh, it'd be like in Loki when fucking Jonathan Majors comes out, we're all like, oh yeah, shit, like yeah. I know who John I know who this person is and they're a famous person, so I know this like must mean something. This is important. When they do it in that show, you're like, I don't know who this actor is, so I don't really know. There was a couple people in there I recognize, like I've seen them and stuff, mm-hmm. but nothing I knew off the top of my head. Also I think sometimes there's like some tones that are a little missed in it, but I think that's partially just like the dubbing because it's the version I watched. Yeah, was it's a dub joint too. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a little yeah. weird with that. Yeah, so I think like you lose, some, like there's always some stuff lost in translation, you know what I mean? Because like some words just don't, you know, there's some words in another language that don't exist in, in the English language, just like there's things in the English language that don't exist in, in other languages. Mm-hmm. So there's just, sometimes there's a little lost there, but like it's really good and you know, if you don't do an edible before you watch like the first episode and get like extremely anxious about you being in debt, it's a good yeah. watch. It's it's a little brutal. Um, yes, and it, it's a thing that that really stood out to me because like they'll be playing a game, like they were playing the game, uh, the marble game, right? Yes. So they'll give me ten marbles, they'll give Josh ten marbles, and we have to amongst ourselves cook up some kind of game. Whereas uh, you get all the marbles from me or I get all the marbles from you. So we can pitch marbles. We can do a guessing game. We could do whatever. And there's a soldier standing right next to us. So whichever one <laughs> of us lose and run out of marbles, they just clap you right there, like real yes. real easy. And it's like, it to me at least, it uh, kind of spoke to how uh, – how easily people can get crushed under capitalism and how this yeah. shit the people how disposable people yeah, are yeah how disposable exactly and like that shit is is it's a brutal watch but i'll say this we turned it on on the humbug like uh mm-hmm. Liz, i think Liz uh got back into town that night she had went um for like a work conference and we turned it on like on the humbug and she had like fell asleep on the couch and I was watching it. 
dog. I got so hooked. I watched that shit in one sitting, just like, you know, hours of time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just like, I'm bored, but I ain't that bored. You know what I'm saying? It's anything I could have been doing. It it drew me in, and episode to episode, I was like, yo, I cannot stop watching this shit. Like, I don't even yeah. want to, like, go to sleep and get up and watch it the next day. Like, it's, it was that uh well done and like that enthralling for for me at least yeah i i did that uh so the first night like i said i had like a really bad panic attack watching uh the first episode like it just gave me crazy anxiety and was freaking me mm-hmm. out um and so like once they you know once it ends and they're gone i was just like i'm turning this off like i'll yeah. maybe I'll come back to it or whatever. And then a bunch of people, like I had posted about it and I had a bunch of people were in the comments of just being like, yo, it's really good. You just got to watch it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, I'll go back to it. And then like the next day I sat down and I just ran through mm-hmm. it. And I was like, cause like you said, once you're into it, you're into it. And like, once you get past, like, I mean, there's always that overarching feeling of like, oh, these people are in crazy debt type thing. But <clears throat> Once you get past, like, the, especially, like, the second episode, once you're into, like, uh, episode three, it's pretty much just about, like, the games. It's not, mm. and, like, it's about the games and the, the interpersonal reactions of the people involved in them. Not as much about, uh, like, you know, this dude's in crippling debt because he started a restaurant and it failed yeah. and, like, now his life is a fucking mess and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like... You, you get away from that aspect, which was like, which was triggering for me, and more just about like, oh, this is like Hunger Games, <laughs> but you know what I mean? People are in debt, yeah. like that type of thing. Yeah, motherfuckers start killing each other and shit. Like, yeah, shit was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like prison riots and that bitch. Like, niggas, niggas yep. like, yo, when lights out, <laughs> you know what I mean? We go get it in. The motherfuckers is like stabbing each other and shit. It was, it was crazy. Yeah. And, so this is a huge spoiler if you if you want to like avoid it like skip ahead like three minutes or whatever. So you mentioned on one of my posts like oh there's a crazy twist at the end. I kind of saw it coming. It it threw me off. I didn't see it really. So I I knew something was up that the old man was number one, and uh, the guy we're following whose name just escapes me at the moment. He was the last number. I thought there might have been something of like time travel aspect oh, of shit. it where like number one is actually that guy from the future. Mm-hmm. Like I thought there were I knew there was something up with the old guy. Especially when he started saying like, oh, I remember playing this as a kid and I did this and not like all that made me go like mm-hmm. And then especially when he goes into like when they play in the marbles and he's like, oh, this looks like the the neighborhood I grew up in. And then the guy even says that he goes like, yeah, like this is kind of like a street I grew up in. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, like I, I think my fucking future theory is coming true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I definitely knew there was something up with the old dude. And it's because especially when you look around, nobody else is old. They're all like yeah. 20 to 40. I think it was like, like you know what I mean? Playing tug of yeah. war with like twenty year olds, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but great. I think it's really good, man. I think people should check it out if you want a good critique of capitalism. Uh, South Korea apparently puts out the best critiques of capitalism you've ever really yeah. seen. We ain't so. getting it out of uh, America. <laughs> you know what I'm no. saying? 
No, because even in like the American critiques of capitalism, it's it's still like that idea of the rugged individualism and mm -hmm. the you know strapping up your bootstraps and shit like that type yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But no, I guess we could start getting into some uh, some hip hop news for the week. <laughs> um, more television talk. Yeah, Here we yeah. go. Let's do um, it. So the Wu Tang series, um, what was it? American Saga, yeah, right? Wu Tang series, American American Saga, yeah. yeah. Um, the new season dropped. There's like four or five episodes now. I think, I think five. Is it five? Either four or five, or maybe four. Yeah, yeah it might have been four. Um, so. The new season dropped. We talked about the la the first season on a podcast. We both enjoyed mm -hmm. it. We had our issues with it. Um, there's certain stuff like your man talking like this. <laughs> Shotgun. Everything has a period. <laughs> yeah. Shotgun. So I, need you, I need you to go in the booth and lay that verse. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. I feel um, so bad for that brother uh, that plays the RZA because people have been like really grinding him up. And I think he just, I think he made a bad, uh, like, stylistic choice and filmed the whole fucking season. And now it's out and everybody's like, what the fuck? Why does he talk like this? It's way more pronounced this season. Yes, he definitely changed. He was looser. See, people, I think people critiqued him so bad last year that he might have retooled it a little bit last year to me yeah. was fine rizza rizza has a very distinctive voice i don't need any of these guys to like talk like rizza or ghost or anything give me like the spirit and a natural performance you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah. like rizza you know rizza is like bobby bobby digital you know what i'm saying he, he talk like this it's his his Speech pattern and his tone of voice are so distinctive. You know, I don't even think you know niggas got like a, a that young actor. I don't even know if he has like the physical composition to do that. Yeah, voice. yeah, he might have the diaphragm to yeah, do it. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like our bodies are built differently. That's why our voices. Part of the reason, at least, why our voices sound different. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like people critiqued him for his performance last year, and then he retooled it. And it made it worse. He's like the Markel Fultz of, <laughs> of of character acting at this point. You know what I'm saying? Um, I agree with you. I and I wonder, like, it's got to be like because RZA has like a lot to do with this show. Right. Like, he's heavily involved. Right. Um. So it has to too be like him saying like yeah that that's that's what this I want cool. that's how I, I everything I say is profound so everything I say should <laughs> sound like there's a fucking exclamation point after yeah. it yeah he he like I definitely feel he that gives all of these like speeches throughout the joint <laughs> it's it's just crazy like um I'm thoroughly and I don't want anybody to think that like not that it matters but like I'm not saying this out of like yo I hate this I fucking love this thing. But it is absurd, and you know what I mean. No. It's bordering on bad. Yeah. So I watched the first three episodes, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Like, this is <laughs> I ain't with it." Yeah, I was like, "This isn't as good as the first season." Yeah. And 
You know, they replaced probably the best actor on the show, Joey Badass, got replaced. He's on Raising uh, Kane. The Raising Kane. He's yeah, killing so it he's, on that shit, too. Yeah, and he's like, he's great. Like, he's a fucking legit actor. Me and you have discussed this on a whole on a, di- on a different topic as- aspect, and like I've like completely vouched for Joey Bates. I think he's yeah. great. They didn't give him much to do in the first season. Yeah, the first one he's kind of um, just like brooding. He's playing Inspector Dad. He has like two lines. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah he plays like two lines. Yo, Rebel, what do you see, man? This is like a, I bought yeah. atomically. Like, it's just like <laughs> yeah. That, first of all, that's a problem too. The lyric got to try and like develop the characters more than. Yo, just give them a couple of lyrics yeah. from their from their raps, and like that'll be their character development. Because that's all they give you, God, mm-hmm. Deck. Um, uh, who else? You got a Deck definitely get nothing but their lyrics. <laughs> it's like yo, you got man. What do you think, bro? Tell me the truth. He's like raw. I'm gonna give it to you. <laughs> no truth. <Yeah. laughs> Is he just saying a word from like a, a lyric from like? No, a song? when they say. When he says to him, he was like, yeah, you know, you got to be getting that uh, Coke straight out Bolivia. I was just like, oh, my yo, God. I was crying when he said that shit. He's like, yo, God, you know that kid, you got to be getting this Coke straight from Bolivia. I was howling. Like, this shit is so wild. And, like, the Wu-Tang, of course, is, like, an over-the-top group like their mythology and their personalities yes. um i'm reading uh skiz uh sh fernando's uh book on the wu-tang I'm, I'm i'm gonna grab the title so i don't fuck it up oh man i got a bunch of bullshit up here uh <laughs> from the streets of shaolin uh by sh fernando and it's real dope so far skiz he He's on like if you listen to like the uh the Gravediggers album where they have like the, the I think it's like the lawyer or some shit he plays and he's on the Jizzes album. He was like around them dudes for years, you know, as a journalist and and ended up on a couple of the records. So it's it's a real firsthand account of, you know, this group. But you get the sense like yo, these cats were like characters. Like he talks about Rizza calling him up to talk about kung fu and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. These dudes, they're not... I've, I've seen a lot of people complain about the Wu-Tang series, like, oh, yo, it's over the top, da 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 or, you know, some of this shit is fictional. These motherfuckers were myth-makers themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, I, don't, I don't want, like, a docu-series kind of... A docu-series is cool for what it is. Yeah, yeah. This, you know, I want it to be flamboyant and like over the top and weird because that's what the woo is but some of the shit and don't hit right so i again was way going off an edible watching like episode four <laughs> and earlier i had a friend of ours say to me like yo if you think the first three episodes are bad wait till you watch episode four because it's fucking insane it's the boat episode oh yeah 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 <laughs> and so, like, I took this fucking, I was on this edible, and I sat and watched it, and it was just, like, clarity came to me, and I was just like, oh, this is genius. This show is completely yeah. genius. It, I don't know if they know, it because it's not, I don't think it's the genius they want it to right, be. Right, right. But this show is complete because it's completely chaotic, it's thematically all over the place, yeah. like, 
they're playing like Western music from like a Western, but like Raekwon and Go- like Raekwon shot up Ghost's house mm-hmm. last season, almost killed his two brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, but they're playing like Western music, which comes off kind of funny yeah. because they're also like on a fucking ferry. Yeah. Like, it's like still, it's. Yeah, it's so weird and like is over the top comedic at times and then like very serious at other mm-hmm. times. Dog, the fucking rap in the courtroom. Man. In episode two, dog. <laughs> I listen, man. I I wa again watching it and I'm just like, this is so bad. That's one thing I will say. So like Thematically, like and I said, it's all over the place. It's for chaos. folks who don't know, uh, Rizza was on trial for attempted murder. He shot a cat in uh, Steubenville, Ohio. Yeah, and it was self defense. And I actually got the, I got the story on that because I have a friend from Steubenville whose friend is the one who Rizza oh, shot. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give that to you all Tell, there, tell me now. I'll edit it out. He was like, it's getting kind of, he was like, it was getting bad in Steubenville. Like, crack had started to come. He was like, but them New York dudes, like, they made it worse. Made it go up. <laughs> yeah, they made it like 10 times worse. So, oh, shit. Yeah. What it is. yeah. I've, I've yeah. definitely heard that before, that that's how it went down. Yeah. But Rizza uh, went to trial and basically did like this rap, like spoken word kind of thing. <laughs> And dog, the judge dismissed the shit. This nigga got bars, case dismissed. (laughs) Got him the fuck out of there. Like it's crazy. So it's it's so over the top. It's silly and so. So, but the writing I think is poor. Like I think Mm. it's just very poor. There's a scene where, um, shotgun, aka Method Man, is like sitting there smoking. And smoking weed, and the fucking boy comes in the staircase, and he's like, "Damn, shotgun, you smoking again? You really are the method man." <laughs> and then, like, cut and see, like, I don't know how, like, that dog. If so, we're work, we work on stuff, and like you've seen stuff I've written and stuff like that. And we're working on an actual script as we yeah. speak. If I sent that to you. <laughs> Like I'd, you'd be like, dog, we can't I'd, do I'd that. Spend my afternoon figuring out a polite way to be like, this is dog. I love you to death. Like we can't have this. No but show. not only do they do, it's cut, and now we're watching Raekwon walk outside, yeah. and Power pulls up, and he's like, "Yo, man, if you ever want to start making some money again, you know, I I could use somebody. You know, no one cooks up the brick like the chef." Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, it's, it's on the nose. God. And I wonder, you know, we grew up on the woo. Like we, yes, yeah, yeah we yeah. were in that age group when we were. Uh, Thirty six chambers came out in 1993. You and I were 13 or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Very much in tune to hip hop and could like get tapes on our own. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like, we came up with them. I wonder if a lot of the writing is designed for other folks who may yeah, not know. Yeah, and that could be completely You know true. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so for us, it reads like on the nose for us. 
Um, but maybe for younger people or people who didn't grow up in like hip hop in that era, maybe for them it's like, oh, this explains why this happened or why this yeah. person's named the chef or Method Man for people, you know, we've been hearing this shit. We knew this in 93, why Chef was yes. the chef. You know what I mean? So maybe it reads a little, like, cheesy. It is cheesy, but maybe it reads cheesier and more on the nose for us because of, like, our background and our experience with the group or, you know, as fans. Yeah. Y'all also, too, dudes in Steubenville wearing unla- unlaced tan tims in, like, 91 <laughs> Doesn't read right. Yeah. I like I and I just know from like so in I gave up on ninety nine. Yeah, up on yeah. So in ninety nine, me my homie had a uh a, a well a young girl pregnant. You know we were we were still in high school at the time. Uh, had this girl this girl was pregnant and she was she lived in Camden. So we would drive over there, um, it, and like pick her up from school sometimes and just hang out or whatever, and. Like Camden, which is like, if you're not from Philly, is like you know, it's a bridge over away. Like literally, you drive over three bridges in this city, and you're in Camden. Yeah. And they were like two years behind Philly in fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm like, there's no way in Steubenville they were wearing unlaced <laughs> unlaced Tims. Like ninety one. Yeah, because uh, yeah. yeah, all of the Steubenville dudes. There was like there was one dude that had like the MC8, uh, like the old MC8 kind of hairstyle yes. where his hair was like slicked, and he had like the two, uh, um, maybe eight didn't wear his hair like this. The nigga looked like MC8 <laughs> to me, you know what I mean? Yeah, like the braids and shit. Yes, but a lot of them dudes, they look like they could have been, you know, New York dudes, like Brooklyn dudes. I'm like, yeah, why, why y'all? Yeah, the the clothing stuff. And the timeline, I gave up on trying to, like, suss that out. Yeah, because it's like, if we're going by Ohio standard, like, Bone Thugs, what, 94, probably? Yeah. Something like that. And they all look like they were from the West Coast. A lot of that. So, like, like, the Midwest and the West Coast, culturally. Very similar fashion. They were close. And shit like that. In that, in that early yeah. 90s era. Early and mid-90s. Yeah, and, that, and it all makes sense because, like, you're talking about, like, gangster rap like getting to its highest and like uh, like west coast like you know obviously new york dominated the 80s and shit like that but like late 80s early 90s you're talking about a rise and like with nwa and all that mm-hmm. like all the different groups coming out of that era that era um and yeah like i could see like the popularity would then be like hey this is the style this is what especially when you're you're removed from like centers of fashion and you're in like middle america type mm-hmm. thing um so yeah but it, it's listen <clears throat> i think it's a genius show i really legitly yeah. think it's genius i'm i'm with it dog like all this shit yeah. talking if if they canceled this shit tomorrow i i would be mad <laughs> yeah dude i think I think the dude playing uh, Divine is yeah. great. He is not the same character he was from season one. Uh, not at all. We was, we was watching uh, one of the episodes being list, and Divine came in and was like, hey, you know, I'm I'm not like a music guy like you guys are. And Liz looked was like, why this nigga man humble now? Like, <laughs> 
before he was like, Bobby, fuck that music, nigga. Go out on the street and yeah. sell crack. But now he's like, hey, I'm not a music guy like you are. <laughs> he completely switched it's, it too. It, but he's great. Yeah, he's he like, good. you can see, like, you look at him, you're like, oh, he's like a legit actor, mm-hmm. actor. Like, he's acting really well. Like, with Julia, dude plays shit. Like, he's, yeah, he's, dude playing power. Yeah. You feel like, oh, this is a street dude who's trying to make a movie. He's really good. And and I don't yeah. think um you know, I hate to be like, Oh, I think he's underrated or whatever. I don't I haven't seen too many people talk about him. Talk about but him. But homeboy, I gotta get his name. No you know, sorry to that brother for not knowing his name, but the dude who plays power is really good. He he yes. eats up like every scene he's in that they in the lines that they give him. Yeah. Yeah, like when he pays for all the equipment and they said something, he was like, I got like a stack left. Mm-hmm. Like, dog, like I, I'm invested in this, but like I ain't got no more mm-hmm. money, man. Like, he's really good. Um, the dude, like, Ghostface Beard, I'm never going to get over. <laughs> it's so bad. Like, just don't get. And then, yo, the craziest thing. So there's, in the beginning of this uh, series, this season two, Rizzo like goes to jail for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> and so they decided to show passage of time that he grew With in beard a on a really bad a beard. Tyler Perry beard wig. Dog, it's so it literally looks like they were just like, yo, just shave shave your pubes and we'll grow <laughs> we'll glue them onto shit. your face. Yeah, it don't had a Cause that's what it, it looks like. It don't have a consistency. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, and it's just like, and then he just shaves it off. It literally is to just show passage of time. And you're just, I, like, for me, as I'm watching it, I'm just going, like, all right, well, don't do that. Because it looks yeah, bad. Give us so a don't do that. Or, like, throw a little Or just throw up. Graphic. This, three months this later. This locked up six months. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's not like, it's not like you guys are against just going completely out of, like, theme of your show. Like, there's animated sections of your show at yeah. times. Like, it's not like you're so against like certain aspects to go against. So just put up like three months later yeah, or something. And like keep that. it fucking moving. Instead of having him grow a a bad beard that you guys can't do yeah. well. I don't know, man. Like it's the same thing with like Ghost. It's like, all right, I get it. Ghost has always had like that little like chin strap mm-hmm. type beard type thing. So that's what you want to put on the guy. And maybe he can't grow it in. And you're just like, well, we'll just go. But it just looks yeah. bad. So it's just like scrap it. I know he's Ghostface. Right. Like, right? I don't need that. I mean, <clears throat> he doesn't feel like Ghostface at all. Like yeah. he, like the portrayal he's giving off doesn't feel like Ghostface to me. But again, I think he's doing a good yeah. job. I get what he's doing. It just doesn't feel like Ghostface. Yeah, Ghost has a little more, especially like young Ghost, a little more like chaotic energy. Like yeah. his energy yeah. is like, like he Ghost. To in my mind, when they came out, Ghost was like the second wild card next to ODB, and this yes. yeah, this yeah, yeah. Ghost is more like like a refined, like controlled rage. He's yeah, he's like Ghost. The feeling I get from Ghost, especially young Ghost, would be like he's on like an eight. This dude's on like a five. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. He's very tampered down. I don't like that none of these niggas um, ain't smoke no love boat, no wet. Is that a single dust blunt has been thrown no. in the air? No woo bangers yeah, at all. Yeah, no little no. coke in the weed. They're they're all like just <laughs> just smoking regular weed. The woo? Yeah. Nah. 
No. Maybe like Cypress <laughs> Hill or some shit, but the woo? Nah, they shit no. had some chemical in it. Yeah, it's also a uh uh I love the 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 big like shall like the Shaolin like mural thing that was on the uh, wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like they just someone just someone just painted that in in in, in fucking Stapleton projects. There was just like a mural that was like like they it it just reads as like that's something someone did after the Wu Tang came out because no one was calling Shaolin. I mean Stapleton Shaolin before yeah. that or Staten. So Island. it reads as like yeah Staten Island. Like yeah like it, it wasn't that. It was more like. Well, that's what we, you know, it came later, but because like we wanted to symbolize something in the show, which I'm okay with, as like that's a fictionalized element, right. whatever. Like I get it, you know what I mean. Yeah, I had no problem with the but, fictional shit. No, and like, and I get it, cause like, hey man, like let's be real, like, you know, reality TV isn't real, and that shit gets cut up. So like, you know, you're going to do like fictionalized shit because everybody's life isn't that like entertaining twenty four seven. So like you fictionalize certain fucking aspects. Born and mundane. Until yeah, it's not. so like until absolutely you know, you're like walking to the store and like somebody gets their head blown off. You're like, oh shit. Life yeah. is fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh dog when the sh- the uh young boy gets shot. Who uh oh, was it the last episode? On season two? Uh yeah, the young boy gets shot, and he was like, they're like, yo, man, I was just talking to him. It's the scene that unites everybody. Yeah. It's so bad. Like, it's just so bad. It's so, like, but it's so bad that it's like, oh, this is fucking genius. Yeah. Like, this was what they decided. Like, this is what we'll unite everybody yeah. with. But it's just, like, it's blocked really bad. Like, it, does, it doesn't feel like real as like for a shooting it just feels like really and like there's no connection besides like the two seconds you see meth talk to yeah, the kid notice bull yeah like it's not like we've established this dude like talking to everybody in the clan right you know what i mean or at least like couple people in the clan and then like we've fed him through like ever since they've been back in new york They've had some, he's had some kind of relationship with all these guys in some mm-hmm. way. And then when he gets killed, then you feel the weight like, of oh, it. Shit. But like to have Meth talk to him for all of two seconds and then he gets killed and then you're just like, oh man, like, yeah. you know, I guess it's supposed to be like the bullets don't have names and anybody can get yeah, shot. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Because the shit. Yeah, and I get all that. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like he comes in, he's like, yo, man. Says like shorty doo wop and he got hit and blah 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 blah, and it's just like it just doesn't feel like anything because you haven't made that character no. anything. Which but they could have did that. I'm Monday morning quarterbacking. Yes, the yeah, boy yeah. Josh Sun that got killed in season one. Yes, that could have because he you know they had that great sequence. I loved uh, the sequence where it was kind of like a dream sequence. And Ja Sun was there during the whole evolution of the yes. Wu, and they had like him, Ghost, and Rizzo on the cover of uh, Iron Man and shit. You know what I mean? And they showed uh, just different like aspects of the Wu history that he would have been along in the yeah. Wu Mansion. He was in the Wu Mansion and shit with them. They could have, and then he gets killed. They yeah. could have had that 
happened. I mean, you know, they probably didn't even know they was going to get a season two or, you know, it was up in the air or whatever. That could have given like more like a, the emotional resonance that you're talking about. Yes. It's like, oh, this is their man. And he had their whole future planned out and we saw it what he would have yeah. been along with them. This kid who gets killed in season two is like, oh, it's fucked up. It's a bull that got killed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, he was and the, then you don't feel He's nothing. literally there for all of a minute. Yeah. Like, he, you get a few, like, 30 seconds yeah. of conversation with, like, fucking Method Man shooting dice. And then, like, Meth turns a corner. He gets shot. And he turns around, sees that it was him that shot. And he, then he goes back to the to the studio and they're just like, oh man, yeah. like so-and-so got shot, man, it's fucked up and blah, blah. And then like Ray goes like, yeah, man, you know, I caught one ever since I caught one. And then ghost gets to say like, yeah, ever since I got shot, I've been seeing shit differently. Yeah. And it's like, oh wow. Unity, unity moment. But it's like, yeah. And it would have felt a lot more real if you gave that other character any yeah. depth, but they did, but you know, it is what it is. I bottom line, fucking watch it. It's, shit. it's, chaotic genius it's it's so much fun um i look for, i look forward to it man i'm really really looking I can't forward wait to for it. wednesday to watch that joint yeah me yeah. either me either um so i guess we could talk about this too before we get into new music because we're, we're already running on time but um it was announced last week the fujis are going back on tour yes on the humbug like yeah like this came from nowhere yeah, i knew something was gonna go down because um I'm Facebook friends for some reason. I'm still on Facebook. I'm uh, Facebook friends with uh, Chris Schwartz, who founded Rough House Records, and um, uh, I think I am too. Yeah, he's he's an interesting uh, cat to sit and like interview. Um, but um, he he posted a picture of the Fugees and was like on some like you know big big shit coming, and I was like. Ooh. Are y'all this either a reissue or y'all reuniting or doing a reunion? Yeah. And yeah, right after that they announced that they were yeah, they were doing a, a reunion tour this year, which is absolutely crazy. I know that they Clef and Lauren apparently were like really not fucking with each other. But you know, as my man uh Dave yeah. said, funny how money changes situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um I that's what I thought about. I was like, I know Wyclef and Lauren are not cool. Like yeah. that's well, why we, a weren't. couple of weeks ago Yeah. A couple of weeks ago we talked about like there was a possible there was like rumors of like a Fuji's roots versus battle and yeah, shit. Yeah, people have been calling for it. And I was just like, I just don't know if like they all get on stage together. Because mm-hmm. remember, we had talked about like, I think Proz might be locked up. Like, there's oh, like, shit. there's a few things yeah, that yeah. Um, he definitely he's not, not though. <laughs> Thankfully, no, he's not. Um, but like, yeah, there was a whole thing. Like, there, there's a lot, you know, between those two. If you don't know, I don't, I'm not gonna like dig all that stuff up. But yeah, like. Yeah. Just Google Wyclef and Lauren Hill beef or whatever, and you'll find whatever you need to find. Uh, um, uh, and so I was like, I didn't know if they would even like be on stage together again because they haven't been on stage together in a long time yeah. since the, the Chappelle um, shit, right? The uh, yeah, Chappelle black party, yeah, yeah. there's a black party, yeah. Um, but like, I'm I'm hype. I would love to go see the show. Um, I'm yeah. all about it. Like that, it would be so dope. Uh, 
I'm sure like opening acts would be crazy. Like you know what I mean? Like that it sounds like it sounds like it would be fun, especially now, like as I'm a, an adult and not like backpack <laughs> hater mode of like oh, fuck the score because everybody loves the score man, type thing. The score is the shit, man. I've been seeing so many It's a great fucking album. Oh, it's a classic. Big, big ticket classic. And I've been seeing a lot of people on the internet. I, I don't know if Lauren bought the Fuji's a lot of uh like ill will because of how you know they're not showing up and all that shit. Yeah. I've been seeing so many people talk shit on the Fuji's and the score. It's it's it boggles my mind because that album um to me has aged beautifully. You yeah. know, miseducation probably aged even better, you know, at least sonically. And, and you know, I just see people like it was it, there was a thread in like one of the like uh music groups on Facebook and somebody said, uh, oh, the Fuji's are getting back together. And it was a line of like hateful comments under it. Niggas like, man, fuck them niggas. Da, 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 da. It's just weird. Um the kind I think a lot of people love them, but I think that there's a certain subsect of like hip hop fans in general that are like really hostile towards the Fuji's and I think hostile towards Lauren you know in particular but like yeah yeah, man if I could get like you know I ain't trying to fuck with no concerts really no way but if this COVID shit wasn't out here I would have been calling somebody to try to get into that New York show you know what I mean because it was like a lot of writers that I saw in my timeline that went to it and shit I would have been trying to hit somebody up to try to get, yeah, you know what I mean, if it weren't for COVID. So, I, yeah, I would absolutely. I ain't, I'd never seen the Fugees live. Like, I didn't catch them, you know, when they were at their height. I absolutely would have, like, gone to see that shit. Yeah, I think, I, I do think it would be dope. I, I did see them once. I don't remember where it was. I did see them once, but it was like right off of the score type thing. So it was it was maybe only a year or so after the score. Yeah. Um so like they were still doing shit live together. But I can imagine now you're probably gonna get like you're gonna get shit from Lauren solo, you're gonna get Wyclef solo shit. Yeah. Um, you know, Prize will come out and do Ghetto Superstar and <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you'll get like all the shit from the 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 first record and from the score you know what I mean yeah. it's crazy too you think, are they doing that ahead, or are they doing the score in its entirety I don't know I, I don't know it might be it might be that it might be and I'd be perfectly fine with just going to see the score in, in its entirety 100%. too so maybe um, it's not maybe me yeah, maybe it's like you said they're doing a a mixture of joints I had to look and see uh, what people were saying on Twitter like folks who were there yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, listen, man, like you said, COVID, you know, I'd have to be able to go and be in, I, I'm not going to be like in a packed place to do it. You know what I mean? I would need to be like, oh, I get to like breathe a little bit where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would love to go see it, man. I, I, I The Fugees are fucking amazing. Um, and even if they are just doing the score, that's a fucking amazing record to go listen to yeah. you know what i mean and you definitely can feel like all the parts of it from all three of them you know yeah. what i mean i love that shit and like you know i know people like talk shit about prize and like clef and shit 
I know every prize verse on that record. <laughs> I know every Wyclef verse on that record, and certainly Lauren. I think that they they play well off of each other. Sometimes you have a motherfucker in the group that's not quote unquote like the most lyrical one. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Slum Village, we were talking about this shit on Twitter a while ago. People talk shit about uh T three from Slum Village. If you ask a nigga that's in the slum village to quote a, a fly line, don't need a chick to be my chick. You gonna be my chick? Then be my chick. You know what I mean? Like it, you get anybody to quote like a fly line from Slum Village, it came from T three, more than likely. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So not everything has to be like the super technical, super lyrical shit. Prize, like I get it. Like some of his shits, like mad corny. But I wouldn't take him. Like I've heard of people like, "Yo, we need to make a score without prize. Like take all his verses off." Nah, he parted the he parted the soup. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. He's part of the fucking soup in the equation. So yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. I've been having like a lot of thoughts about this shit. Uh, why people? Some people are so hostile to the Fujis, but I fucking love the Fujis. I love them niggas no, when I they mean, came out. I fucking love them now. It, like if you say like if you think about it in the aspect of soup, it's like you know what like if you're making like uh, a chicken stock, like yeah, like he's the part that makes the stock. You don't necessarily you know you're not going to eat that part. You're just going to use the what it made, the actual broth that it made. But like it's still important. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. It's still an aspect, right? That we're we're using. He he adds shit to the music, definitely. You know what I mean? Like because as a man. There's not a lot of money in music. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, especially now. But, like, even then, there wasn't, like, you know... Before the... Trust me. When that first record came out, they were not, like, millionaires. Nah. You know what I mean? Right? So, it could have been very easy to just been like, you know what? Like, Wyclef and Lauren come together and be like, you know what? Like, maybe we, like, put Proz out the group? <laughs> and now we're only splitting it... Now we're splitting shit 50-50 instead of 33%. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And... So they they know what he adds to them. Yeah. And that's the most important part. Yeah. Like, whether we all know, you know what I mean? Like, listen, man, like, the whole Jerobi thing. Like, you know, they still shouting Jerobi out mm-hmm. long after he had made any kind of appearances on the records. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They said he was the so, heart and soul of a Tribe Called Quest. Exactly. You know? You understand what I'm saying? So, like, they know what his importance is. Yeah. Whether we know it or not it doesn't matter you yeah. know what i mean I, we know the we they know the role he plays yeah i, I take shit with a grain of salt because a lot of motherfuckers are just like you know commenting on shit as they see it so yeah 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 no but listen man um i didn't see the tour dates did they did, did they have tour dates out or they just had the one show for new york no nah, they got like the lineup i think um the only dates they had dates in certain countries I think in like ah, uh, okay, I, I may be wrong, but I think uh, there were two dates in Africa specifically. I want to say uh, Kenya or not Kenya, uh, Nigeria and Ghana, but I could be completely wrong with that. And they didn't. Okay. They had the dates in the country, but not the venue. The venue was like to be announced. But besides that, uh, they had all the dates and the venues lined up on the. the where are they coming to Philly they or like Camden Philly. or whatever? They're they're not coming to Philly. They're coming to, I think they're playing in Jersey. I I feel okay. like maybe Newark, but I could be wrong. 
But I know they're playing okay. in Jersey, and and you know they did the show in NY, but they're not they're not coming to Philly. I wonder if they're going to be. I, I got to look at it because if they're in DC, maybe I'll get my homies in DC to like work their Illuminati magic <laughs> and get tickets, right? And go down there, yeah. And maybe like with the Illuminati magic, I won't have to like stand right next to people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that aspect, that idea of being in like crowd, I don't want no mm-hmm. parts of dog. That shit's I don't for want the no parts birds of. right now. And like the big concert, the big concert and festival experience is real cool when you like VIP. Yep. You want stage and shit. That's awesome. real fucking cool. Being amongst the, mm-mm. I don't like that. I don't want to sound like you know that person, but yeah. No, I feel I'm, you. I'm good on that shit. Now, listen, man. Once you once you get that like VIP treatment once, it kind of ruins like the aspect of like, oh, I could just go with everybody else and be in the crap. Like it kind of ruins yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, no, but like, yeah, I'm gonna take a look. I gotta take a look at the dates. But yeah, I, like, I'm ha- I'm happy. I'm glad they can do this. Like, you know, tomorrow ain't promised to none of us. So like, let the old beefs go. Yeah, this shit, I guarantee you, this shit's gonna be a crazy money maker for oh, them. So it's gotta be dog. They they apparently um, the far side got like a million offers <sighs> to to go back together and and do a joint, and they they wouldn't do it because they. They wouldn't work they, it out. You know, was beefing so bad. You know, the score went diamond. Miseducation yeah. went diamond. The carnival went multi. You know, I think Miseducation went diamond. I could be wrong. but I believe it did. Yeah, yeah. Dog, you know they getting a crazy bag to get back together. Dog, even Prize Joint went like multi-platinum. Because it had that ghetto superstar joint on yeah. there. And like... They, I know that was, it was on like a, was that the Rugrats soundtrack? I think that was on the Bullworth soundtrack. Oh, Bullworth. Yeah, That's yeah, what yeah. it is. Yeah. I'm thinking about the, the, um, the Mace yeah, joint yeah, yeah. where they were like riding around it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, yeah. I mean, listen, man, I'm sure they're getting a nice bag. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy because they're going to be able to put these shows on. And I, like, I know Lauren has like the crazy history with like showing, not, not showing up or showing up like crazy late and all that kind of stuff. But anybody I know who's seen her put on a show, even like during this period has said like, she's fucking great. So I I would absolutely, you know, I ain't too keen on like staying around waiting for nothing as I get older. But like, you know, if you could drop me into a concert, you know, VIP, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Side (laughs) stage or whatever, you know, 10 minutes before Lauren actually goes on, count me in. I'll be Absolutely. in the back politicking with niggas. Hey, what's up, bro? I ain't see you in years. Yeah. Nigga. We want to see Lauren. And then she come on and perform. I'd, I'd fucking love it. Hang out with like some of the outsiders backstage or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> me, you, John Forte, you know what I'm saying? We in the back <laughs> building and shit. Rod Diggers show up. Come on. Come on. Yeah. I'd love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we can uh, pop into what we're listening to this week. Um, did you listen to anything new? Yeah, yeah. I've been rocking a couple of joints, but uh, I was this morning, I was rocking uh, the the new West Side shit, the B Side yeah. shit. 
the B side Hitler was Hermes A yeah, B side. I still hate that this nigga's riding with this Hitler <laughs> shit, but fucking whatever. You know what I mean? It's yeah. I don't know. I was talking with Steve. Shout out to Steve. Steve was saying, um, this is the joint he he might like this the most. Uh this might be his favorite joint since uh Fly God, which Fly God is okay. like my favorite shit. And I was saying to him, I like side A a little more than side B. Me too. You know what I mean? That first the first couple of joints, uh in the first third of side A where they have like uh back to back stove god songs. I was rocking with that shit, like, oh, what side yeah. is killing it? But the, the side B is fly too. Yeah, I like it. The biggest takeaway I get from it is I really love to hear West Side on more Mad Lib. Yes, absolutely. Like, absolutely. I, listen, man, I do love, you know, I love Derringer. I love that original sound we got that was our, our introduction to um, to Griselda. Mm-hmm. And I think that's perfect for their aesthetic and all that shit. But I've enjoyed a lot listening to like these dudes like play around on other shit. Like yeah. you know, Benny and Hit Boy like fucking made magic together. Him and Harry Fraud did some great stuff. Conway working with different uh producers made some crazy shit. Yeah. Um his verse on the Yay album where he's talking about God is really fucking crazy. Um so being able to see some different stuff from them, West Side's you know, he's had some different producers come along, but he's stayed pretty much in his lane. Yeah. But the the like the absurdity of uh West Side Gun mixed with like the just the the audio cuz one thing I'll always say with Madlib is like he's his production is very visual, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. right? Like the shit that he makes feels like uh graphic yeah, yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and i think that marriage of him and west side just works so well because west side you know writes stuff that is very visual yeah. and he's he's a character you know what i mean you know what i mean yeah absolutely madlib did those uh quasimodo records that were like so bizarre but the shit like knocked like it was heavy you know what yeah. i mean i could definitely see the character and the energy of West Side married with the music from Mad Lib. You know what I'm saying? Because his music is like, you you could call it like psychedelic. You know what I'm saying? Like his yes. shit, yeah, yeah, his shit real. is like real bugged out. I would love to see uh, West Side. And I love the shit West Side does with uh, the boy uh, Camouflage Monk. He always, yeah. he's always yeah, yeah, one yeah. where like, I'll listen to a West Side project and be like, damn, who made this beat? And it's, it's like almost it's always him. Home. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah like he, Westside, uh, there's been like a lot of talk. People are like, oh, why he has so many features on his album? He told you why. He's in like a curation mode. You know what yeah. I mean? He's rhyming. He's doing a lot of hooks on on this album. But he wants to construct shit that's kind of like a compilation. He want to bring... You know, uh, two chains on a record. He want to have Armani yep. Caesar on a record. You know what I mean? Or uh, uh, Tyler. He want to put together these different pieces. That's that's how his yeah. mind is working. Yeah, I and yeah, it's a, the feature things don't don't really bother me at all. Um, I expect it from him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like you said, he's 
you know, I think he's one of the, he's, he's almost Diddy like mm. in that. Yeah. Of like, just like, I'm gonna grab this person and get on the record, this person get on the record. And Vision. like, he's almost, yeah, he's almost producing in, in the more, um, uh, in the more like, in, in the more like visual sense or like, you know, how he's hearing something sense of mm-hmm. like, yo, if we put these people on a track together, it's going to sound work. fucking yeah, dope. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, we'll get a beat from this person and like, you know, he curated fucking pray for Haiti and like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like all that shit. So, um, I'm real. I would really love a like stove. God cooks record EP by, uh, West side gun. Yeah. They sound good um, together too. Yeah. Some MC shit too. Yeah. Um, so like I would really love to hear that. Um uh, but yeah, I mean this 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 record is dope. Um I do think side A is probably a little better. Um but like this is dope. I like I said, like my biggest takeaway was like, oh man, I wish we get more mad lib West Side Gun. Mm. Cause like I think that would be a fun project to listen yeah. to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, besides that, we can start wrapping up. Uh if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can rate and review us right there. Um, give us five stars. Show us some love. Um, that would be dope. We'd really appreciate it. Helps us with all the algorithms and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a Vivo channel, Serious Rap Shit Vivo. We have videos that go up there every couple days. There's a new video going up, uh, I think maybe tomorrow or the day after. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's new shit that goes up there all the time. We do movie reviews. We have um, a whole What If uh, episode, a couple episodes of What If coming up soon mm-hmm. uh, where we talk about like records that were supposed to come out that never did. Yeah. Um, so you can check that out. Uh, but there's a whole bunch of stuff up there. There's a whole extra bonus episode where we talk about our favorite producers. It's like fucking 50 minutes long. So you can check that out. Um, uh, Serious Rap Shit Vivo. Just put that in the search of uh, your YouTube one word. It'll pop right up. Um, it's also linked in our social media, which is Serious Rap Shit on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can go into links there. You can get all our shit. Um, you're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I'm Indy, I-N-D-I underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. It's Indy SRS. Um, and... Uh, you can hit up our website, SeriousRapShit.com. We have merch going up there uh, all the time. There's new shit up there. Um, there's the official podcast, MNT for shirts. <laughs> we'll probably do some hoodies for that, too. I'll get together. I'll work that out, throw that up there maybe this week. Uh, but then there's other hoodies, and, you know, it's hoodie season, man. You just grabbed one of our Blizzard of 96 hoodies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, so we'll uh, go grab some shit from there. And uh, I think that's it. Oh, we have the Abolish Ice shirts, too. I mean, if you've seen anything that's going on at the border right now, like, it's pretty fucking pathetic and sickening. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, we have the Abolish Ice shirts with uh, with our friend Rhythm, who uh, runs Incense Trap and Yoga. You can go get the Abolish Ice shirts from there, and part of the proceeds go toward helping migrant families with legal aid. Mm-hmm. So, other than that, we'll be back next week, y'all. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take this fat, 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 fat